The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Hello and welcome to episode 141, season 6, episode 17 of Two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P, and the other Mr. P. And we are back, we are back, apologies that we couldn't bring you an episode last week, but we just could not fit it in. Uh, I was working away, I was leading some training, here, there and everywhere, and uh, yeah, it was just one of those things, I'm afraid. But we are we are here, um, absolutely shattered, I am not going to lie. Um, I've just come back from the boys' rugby tour to North Wales. Gonna do a Welsh accent then? I could be not, not at all, not at all. Um, so, so obviously I missed it last year because it was, uh, it was when we were touring, uh, and I was absolutely gutted about it. So I was very much looking forward to going along this year, and it and it did not disappoint. We had a great. Few we're, days away. We're good about it. Last year, I thought yeah. the, the four-hour car journey with zero chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't happy about it, but yeah, it was what it was. And uh, yeah, we managed to. We, and and I have to start by just saying a massive thank you to everyone who helped get the fixture. So uh, we went on the Friday evening. We were due to play a game on the Saturday and then a game on the Sunday, and obviously come back on the Sunday afternoon. Uh, we were due to play Clan Dudno on Saturday morning. Clan, yeah, Clan Dudno. Uh, unfortunately, they, um, yeah, they said they couldn't play, didn't have the numbers. So, uh, in a desperate panic, I put it out there on my socials. If any North Wales under twelve rugby team can give us a fixture, please do let us know. And as always, you guys just come to the rescue. We had uh, Mold coming off for a fixture, uh, which was perfect. Uh, they were going to put food on, all the rest of it. And then, uh, obviously, the weather forecast last week, the snow. Mould was under inches of snow. So then the game got cancelled <laughs> all weekend. So Thursday night or yeah, Thursday. You being a right peck on the social. <laughs> right, guys, so sorry again. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we managed to get a fixture with Rill, which on reflection was probably not the best thing because they were so good. <laughs> They absolutely wiped the floor with us. Um, but to be fair, in Wales, they play a completely different set of rules. So in England, rugby under 12s is 12 aside on half a pitch, uncontested scrums, no line outs, loads of other bits and bobs. Whereas in Wales, they pretty much play full rules, bar contested line outs, no lifting and line outs. So it took a while to adjust, but I mean, it was a concoction of kids being up till 3, 4 in the morning playing a complete different set of rules and real actually being very, very good. However, 
on the Sunday morning, because I think the kids were that shattered, they didn't stay up as l- l- late. We did manage to get a win in uh, in Com- against Conway. Crucial so. win, Anton. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was going off because you would not believe of all the, 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 of the millions of millions of things that I did not expect happening on the tour. Guess what became catchphrase of the tour? And I'll give you a clue. A famous wrestler saying, Woo! Yeah, it became. So basically, one of the dads is one of the Cell Sharks community coaches. And he was, uh, it was, we were talking, we were having a few beers, and he was like, yeah, so I went to watch England on the 20s train the other day. And they do this really weird thing where at the end, when they do a huddle, they go like, one, two, three, Ric Flair. And then they all go, woo! Yeah, yeah. Well, that was me done then. That was like, right, that's it. Everything is woo! So obviously when we scored yesterday, it was like Ric Flair fan club. It was, go- <laughs> it was going on. But no, we had, a right, we had a right laugh. It was really, really good. I've not been on a tour. It was very stag-esque. I felt, yeah. Uh, to be fair, rugby team of twelve-year-olds, you immediately think stag. Well, yeah, I mean, the kids just go off and do their own things, and it was just a group of thirty adults just drinking. And we did lot sort of like kangaroo court and all that, and the kids were having to do like you know. Were you all in a barn in Sashley, Hammer? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it was it was really good fun. I got absolutely abused for. Uh, well, I thought I was immune because I helped get the fixture, but no, it actually worked against me. I was uh, eating hot sauce for the amount of shots of bacon vodka I had to do. Bacon vodka? Bacon-flavoured vodka. Obviously, the kids didn't do that. There was a few different punishments. Obviously, some that were more family-friendly. But I got pings for my haircut, which when I looked around the room and saw some of the states of other dad's hair, I was I was very I didn't see you just doing a bacon vodka. At least I have hair. Yeah, I was very annoyed. Uh, being too famous, getting recognised, and being asked for a selfie—that got me the ultimate punishment of being pied by by Harry and Charlie. And I put the video on my Instagram if you've not seen it because they absolutely, you know, pie in the face is one thing, but if you put a pie in the face, it's just a simple tap yeah. and 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 sort of wash yeah, tap and smudge. No, I thought my nose was broken. <laughs> and they gave it such venom. Well, they're at the age now, aren't they, where they're like, they'll push it. Oh, right, because yeah. the crowd is there. They've oh, absolutely yeah. nailed you. Now. Yeah, they've absolutely gone. I mean, not going to lie. One of my favourite posts on your socials. Yeah, yeah. I got well and truly. It, that much venom, there was cream on the ceiling <laughs> of the room. It flew that hard off my face. Uh, so, yeah. And to to the three... Uh, teachers at Rill who came over and asked for a selfie. Thank you very much for that because that was the reason I got pied. Uh, so, yeah, cheers for that. So you had, uh, what, three three teachers recognised you in Rill? Yeah, yeah. What and asked for a, they just asked asked if they could get a picture and saying that they uh, they obviously enjoy the posts on socials and stuff. But obviously we, we were in fancy dress. All the parents had to wear cowboy outfits. Yeah, yeah. And I had this inflatable horse. <laughs> They got a selfie with me with an inflatable horse. So, yeah. It's happy days. Uh, so, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, obviously, you know, we've not been here, what, for a couple of weeks now. Uh, my son turned four last week, which, obviously, if you've been a day one listener, you'll remember uh, You'll remember the time when Max was born because we kind of recorded an episode 
maybe like a week after and I was talking about all the funny stuff that happened at the hospital and um you know watching tipping point in in whilst Kim was in labor um hoping some lateral movement in both ends <laughs> um and yeah it was it was it was amazing obviously he loved it I mean this is a thing people might not know because I often chatting about Isla because my son isn't um isn't talking properly yet he's just using single words at the minute and um but he's obsessed with tipping point always has been when he was in hospital when he was really poorly about 10 months old the only thing that would chill him out after they had to like take his blood and whatever was watching ben shepherd and those are his thing those kamikaze drops and even to this day to this day and um, he's just obsessed with tipping point watches it like every night and then we got him like a little tipping point game, and uh, he's just buzzing. Like it's just so funny because it's just like, and the best bit is like he puts it in, and he watches it like dribble down, and then he puts his hand ready for the winnings. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. But have, have you never been to like? Oh yeah, to like Blackpool and the and the arcade. Yeah. He loves it. But the problem is, you get him in. He's like me in a, in a boozer. Yeah. It's tough to get him out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then we have we had World Book Day. Um, which was brilliant, obviously, World Book Day. So I've got a couple of tales to share. There's uh, one that a, a reception teacher shared with me, where on World Book Day they were doing like a, a class read and they were doing hand puppets as part of the read and it was the tiger who came to tea. Yeah, <laughs> right. classic. The tiger who came to tea. So reading the book, the teacher, and then they're talking about the tiger who came to tea and then out comes the hand puppet of the tiger. Yeah. And as the tiger, you know, and you know, you imagine, don't you, like a class of reception children like <gasps> one kid just stood up and just flipped the bird at the tiger. <laughs> just like whammo. Oh man. <laughs> God, you just gotta love the kids. It's just so funny. Like, like just he just must have hated the tiger. Just like, I'm gonna show this yeah. tiger. Get your own team. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but then so my World Book Day, you may have seen, uh, you know, 10 days ago, whatever it was, on my socials, I went in, uh, to World Book Day dressed as Snow White. Our class were doing Roll Dolls Revolting Rhymes, and luckily for me, uh, I had a double XL Snow White dress from us in the locker. Ago, yeah. Um, and I always laugh because it, it's such a massive Snow White dress, and it, whoever made it, I tip my hat off to you, and Thank you for having so many materials. <laughs> um, but the best thing was, so I got I got the 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 lovely girl I work with did my makeup, and like, but she's like, she's clearly like brilliant at doing makeup. So she proper went to town. She was saying to me like, I got up and excited this morning because I knew I was doing your makeup. Like just because she was you know thinking it was going to be hilarious. Yeah, because obviously, it's a miracle to get. Well, I, I I'm I'm absolute genuine i didn't realize my skin could shimmer the way it shimmered it was i looked amazing i was like oh my days so anyway so i went dressed as snow white in this big dress makeup done wig on and i go in and all the children and the parents are laughing their heads off and they love it but it's just across the day so i've got two right i got two girls talking at the table kind of when we're doing a task and i said girls what's the matter and then one of them was just like, Emily wants to know, are you wearing knickers under there? Right? And I couldn't stop laughing. And I turned to the teacher like, no. And I turned like, 
It's a thong. <laughs> right. And but then this and this is comedy genius from this lad. Right, year two comes running over to me on the playground and can't contain his laughter. Year two hadn't seen me yet, so he was laughing. He couldn't get his words out. He was like, <laughs> Mr. P. <laughs> he went, you look like beauty and the beast. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought the timing of it was extraordinary. And I was like, fair play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, World Book Day is always... Always a laugh in it, and it's always, you know, seeing the staff getting involved and the kids. Some parents absolutely go to town with it, don't they? I mean, I think we, I think, again, it's sort of, I think World Book Day, when you're younger, so parents of children in reception, I think the best costumes are always the younger kids, because by the time the kids get to upper key stage two, they do, they're more conscious of it. Parents have yeah. lost all enthusiasm, because I think you can know, you can see the senior members of staff in a school on World Book Day by the lack of effort going into World Book Day costumes. <laughs> you know you've been teaching for a while when you're just desperately like grabbing some cat ears or some yeah. sort of head back. I find it right there we go. I find it funny though seeing that. You know, it's just like, oh yeah. Like my mate from work, their their class, because what we do is we obviously encourage the children, if they want to dress up, they can. If they don't, it's fine. But the the you know, we kind of give him an author or a book that the year group will be doing. And it, so the staff will dress up from that book. Yeah. And so the year, one of the year groups had, uh, is it, what's his name? Uh, the Roald Dahl book and the Marvelous Medicine, is it? George's Marvelous George's. Medicine. So I said to the lad who teaches in year four, I said, what are you going to be? And he went, well, I'm just going to wear, um, just going to wear my normal like, outfit for school uh, and then just have like a spoon. And I was like, what an absolute cop out! And then a few years ago, there was the, the, the I think the book. Have you ever heard of the the Incredible Bucky and Boy? No. There's a book like the Incredible Bucky and Boy. Yeah. And a member of staff literally drew a stomach on a white t-shirt with like a sticker of a book in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolute cop outs. Yeah. Um, I'm at that point. I'm just like, what's the easiest thing I can do? Just anything. Um. Well, yeah, and talking to Roald Dahl, he was in the news recently as lots of his books are being rewritten. Thoughts on that? Well, I have heard a little bit about this, and there's a couple of things. Now, I don't want to misquote him, so you might have to think it. There's something around about uh, changing the word heavy or fat. What was that? Yeah, so it was was something like that. But they changed fat to enormous. (laughs) Now, if someone said to me, Oh, you know, you're looking a bit fat. I'd be like, whoa, that's out of order. But then if someone said, mate, you look enormous, <laughs> I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. Hold your horses, sunshine. Yeah, so... Ugl- it's only a bit of fat. Yeah. The word fat has been cut, while the word ug- ugly's also been called. Yeah. So, ug- he's no longer ugly and beastly, but just beastly. Again? <laughs> Again. If someone says, like, oh, you're looking a bit ugly today, you kind of just take it on the chin, don't you? But if someone said you look beastly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, so so in previous editions of James and the Giant Pete's, the centipede sings, Aunt Sponge was ter- terrifically fat and tremendously flabby at that. I mean, tremendously flabby sounds, sounds like you're describing me. <laughs> I carry it well. I like that. Tremendously. Because it's a positive. It's a positive. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's a layer of positivity with with tremendously, then just a sprinkle of flabby. 
Then you've got Ant Spike, who is as thin as a wire and dry as a bone, only drier. So this is now changed to Ant Sponge was as na- was a nasty old brute and deserved to be squashed by a fruit. And Ant Spike, who is much of the same and deserves half of the blame. I, see, I, I don't... They're kind of changing it, but it's still, like... I don't know. It's not for me. I feel like it's not... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think this this, this opportunity, like obviously as a society, we're moving we're moving forward with a lot of things, yeah. and I don't feel necessarily it's right to then completely rewrite history. I think the best thing to do is that is sort of learn from it. Yeah. Is when you come across certain aspects, you can use. I, I feel as a teacher, it's a perfect opportunity mm. to discuss why. Uh, we've moved forward and, and to not necessarily, you know, shield, chill, because language like that is still out there. It's a teaching point for me. You know, obviously there's certain things that, because uh, I think that there has been er- very early editions of Roald Dahl things that have changed since. And then it's... Yeah, listen, if he's, if he's like, you know, ridiculously offensive and very dated and it's... Yeah, like, yeah. But in terms of like, if you're changing the word fat, call it, you know, calling a character in a book fat to changing it to calling a character in a book enormous. What's the point? <laughs> Save the paper. Like Maybe the word counts just got to get up. But it's worth... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's worth... You know, if you come to one of our shows, <laughs> and this is not a weird segue into the tour, October, November 2023... <laughs> But if someone came up and was like, oh, I didn't realise the other Mr. P was so fat, I'd be a bit like, oh, that, that's a bit harsh, a bit yeah. gutting. But then if someone said, gee, did you realise the other Mr. P was that enormous? <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> Chill it out. Um, but what I tell you what's interesting <laughs> is, and I see too, Mr. P, he's tremendously flabby. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is, I'm sure I mentioned this podcast before, but it's called Evil Genius, and it's Russell you Kane. It before, yeah. It's Russell Kane, and what he does each week is he has a few comedians, and they pick someone who's seen as either like a, a hero, you know. Um, so they've done all sorts of episodes on ev- everyone from you know the most famous singers to most famous actors to just literally anyone, and and they do an episode on Roald Dahl, and it's quite interesting because it brings in that conversation like, can you separate? the art is from the art with certain things because yeah. um but yeah i'd recommend go and listen to the roll Dahl episode of evil genius and and go from there but going back we've got we asked you guys to share some funny stories from world book day so i've got a couple here to uh to work through so um i once went to school dressed as a cow um doesn't say it was for world book day <laughs> could just be for anything and i had a boy who was fixated on my udders and kept pulling them was certainly an interesting safeguard referral. Used in it, fixated on my order yeah. into sea bombs. <laughs> uh, we had Ofsted one World Book Day. Yeah, and the head was fat. Do you know what I always think of? Do you know the song I always think of now when I think of Ofsted. Right, you're gonna love this. Do you know, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, thing. yeah, and and I just my thing with Ofsted at the minute is again they'll be striking on Wednesday. Doesn't seem to be much mention of it, but they were phoning schools on Friday to say because of the 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 strikes 
they've decided to instead instead of supporting the profession no 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 we'll inspect schools now on monday because normally don't inspect on a monday they'll phone on a monday and do tuesday uh wednesday but no they 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 feel that their inspections are too important to be pushed back a couple of days so they are um they were phoning schools on friday to to inspect today and there's a big discussion about well Big discussion about how that then means every school who gets the call are going to be in over the weekend, which is just, it's just ridiculous. I hate it. And and then secondly, other other schools were kicking off because the schools getting inspected were getting two days to prepare for the inspection. And no one's going, why are we in a situation where schools feel the need to have to spend every waking moment preparing if you get the call? It's just, I, I just hate him. I you hate just know him. that some schools will have like an Ofsted call. So when they get the call, and it's like, hi, oh, it's James from Ofsted. Uh, we're going to come and inspect on Monday and Tuesday. They go, no problem at all. We're all ready. Thank you very much. Take care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. So I had this message. This just proves all the problems. Um, I'm Miss Peel of the podcast and thought this might be an interesting snow day story for you. I don't work Fridays, although both my uh, my own and my children's school were closed due to heavy snowfall. We had a lovely time in the morning building a snowman, sledging and having a snowball fight. I felt happy uh, that this was on my non-working day. I could enjoy the snow day with them guilt-free. I mean, the fact that people would feel guilty. Guilt-free. After coming home to warm up from the freezing snow, I just sat down to play shots with them. Typical teacher always looking for a learning opportunity. My four-year-old had just started to fleece me by charging £10 for a glue stick. Shock horror. Not even a branded one either. When my phone beeped, it was a school WhatsApp group. We've had the Ofsted call. It had come through the office, but no one one was in. It diverted through to the office manager's mobile. She saw she had 16 missed calls, all from Ofsted. 16 missed calls? I know. With the final voicemail telling us, that even if they didn't hear back from us, the inspector would still arrive on Monday morning regardless. They sound like... Ofsted are treating that school like the first crush. I know, yeah. An ex. About when you break up with yeah. someone and they're like, no, leave me. And they just stalk you. Don't, yeah, don't dial this number. <laughs> yeah, block. Give me. Block. Uh, if only we could ghost them. If, if only I'd seen your post and read the article you shared about Ofsted changing because of the strike action. To think that teachers are on strike over workload, but Ofsted can ruin staff's weekends with his change to inspections is ludicrous. I just hope it doesn't become a permanent change or school staff at places where Ofsted is well overdue won't dare book a weekend away or make plans for fear of these. Will have to be changed last minute on Friday. Of course, there was no expectation from our head or anyone's going to school over the weekend, but I didn't want to let the team down and wouldn't dream of going in uh, to be as prepared as possible for the next. Uh, and wouldn't, wouldn't dream of not going into oh, the Yeah, yeah. it's so good to do. But how many how many schools will be like that? And it's just it's just such a ludicrous system. I I absolutely hate it. I, I hate them. I just think that it, it, they cannot in any way, any shape or form, basically say like, oh, uh, we we have a positive impact on education. They don't. They don't. They do so much more damage uh, without even realizing. And actually. If anyone is ever wondering who to vote for for the next election when that eventually, please, happens, the Labour EdSec or the Shadow EdSec was being interviewed and she said one of the first things she'd do is completely overhaul Ofsted. 
So if that's not a vote winner as a teacher, so this is what you've got to compare yourself with. You've got to compare yourself with uh, an ed, a potential EdSec who says, look, we're going to actually address what is having the biggest, you know, impact on workload and well-being and recruitment or retention. Or an EdSec who texts Matt, Matt Hancock saying, these lazy teachers will do anything to not work. People have been... I've I've seen quite a few messages and posts on the group about, obviously, Textgate. It happened a couple of weeks ago, so it's not kind of like breaking news now. No. I know that everyone wants ICT and Mr. P's view on Gavin. Do you know what word? What word comes into your mind when someone says to you, Gavin Williamson? I can't say it. Can't Mine say it. is Weasel. Yeah. And Matt Hancock, the thing, do you know what? Do you know what sums it up? So many people I know on Facebook, when he was in the jungle, started putting statuses up like, "Oh yeah, you know what? Oh, in him. You know what? I really like Matt. Yeah. He's really down to earth, Matt." It's, well, then whilst he was bullying on there, him, making him do all the trials, whilst he was on there, he was talking about stuff like pivoting, yeah, and not answering questions, and how you know, if if, if you know, if one of the one of the other candidates, you know, had pivot, you'd say to them, "Hey." Great pivot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, shut up. He's, they're just tall. I mean, Gavin Williamson has, has been sacked, I don't know how many times, from different jobs, and yet he's getting a knighthood. He's just an absolute... A knighthood. A knighthood. He's, a, he's, a, uh, he's just... I mean, it's just... I mean, the government as a whole, like everything that's happened over the past week with Gary Lineker and stuff, is just... It is just so worrying the way, the direction this country's going in under this current election. How long have, has it been? You know, like this isn't a political podcast. This isn't like, you know, we, we're not no. trying to... But how long has it been going on where, obviously, your rants and stuff, but where we've kind of said, like, surely, like, sh- sh- surely it'll get better. Surely yeah, but- common sense will prevail. It's, it's, you vote for a circus, you get a clown. It's just a, the full of clowns. <laughs> Vote for a clown, you get a circus. Well, well no, vote certain... for a circus, you yeah. get a whole bunch of clowns. You know, we've got rid of Boris, and the next person we get in is just, uh, you know, changing regulations to make sure his indoor pool's heated. It's an absolute joke. Is that is that Rishi, yeah? Is that what he's done? Yeah, yeah. Listen, that ain't me. I'm not into politics, even though, you know, I don't mind a little view here or there. But do you know what? This is one thing that annoys me about Rishi Sunak, is... He wears long sleeve shirts on purpose to roll them up. Right. To roll the sleeves up to make it look <laughs> like he's doing the hard graft and the hard. He's yards. doing the hard. Yeah. But actually, no. Because, like, the other day, I, I, I don't know where I saw him. It was something to do with it was International Women's Day, and I think they had loads of girls playing football at 10 Downing Street. And he was there, stood with two footballers with his sleeves rolled up. And I was like, don't make yourself look like you, you know, you're hard working. He's probably just got out of his heated pool. Did he? Did he tuck his tie in? Because that's yeah. what I used to do. If you're doing art in class, yeah, yeah, always tuck your tie. Yeah, in. Second button, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he just always comes across like whenever you hear him speak, I struggle to take him seriously because he always just he reminds me of like a kid trying to be head boy. A kid that's yeah. just not really popular with his fellow peers. Yeah, yeah. Because if he was, he would have been voted in in the first place. But he's desperate for that adoration yeah. and for people to like him. Like every when he was going on about Northern Ireland, he was like, "You're you're in such a great position, the same position we were all in before Brexit." You absolute yeah. Brat. He 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 reminded. He, he, I think he'd be someone who would buy 
you know, I'd do. He'd buy a massive round of shots just to try and get everyone to like him, but he wouldn't do he one. He wouldn't do one, yeah. He wouldn't do one. Well, it'd be like that. He'd be the kid who goes for the, uh, takes it so serious to become like head boy or head yeah. of school council or whatever it might be. And then he would get beat like he did by Liz, Lettuce List Trust. We're, we're, and but he'd be, Bowley to, Joe. he'd be willing to throw his mates under the bus as well. Yeah. Like another kid who's quite popular would come along and be like, yeah, vote for me and I'll stick like a hot tub in the uh, in the school hall. There'll be like a hot tub and I'll get like a vending machine with, and it'll be stocked with Prime. Yeah. And then he'd get no votes. <laughs> he'd get absolutely no votes. Uh, and everyone would vote for the Prime vending machine. Anyway, right, we've gone well off, well off track there, but... Uh, Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's like a whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Yeah, back to these World Book Day stories. So we had Ofsted one World Book Day, and they came as who would Ofsted come as? Uh, They'd be like Mister S- is it Mister Smith in the Matrix? Not a book, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we had Ofsted one World Book Day. The head was Phantom, the deputy a Dalmatian, and someone else was Little Bo Peep. They all sat like that in the meeting with the inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Bo Peep, I'd be like, oh, sorry guys, I just got to go and. It's got to go around the old sheet, oh, the old geez. block. Uh, getting refused to be served diesel at the petrol station on my work on my way to work because I was dressed as Dorothy with pigtail plaits and looked like a child. I uh, right. after World Book Day, I went home, got all the makeup off and got my dress off, everything like that. And then I went to Aldi, and there was a woman there, it, just in like you know the bread aisle, and I just saw like a little Harry Potter scarf, and I just went. School staff, and she went, How could you tell? You know, classic, like, hey. <laughs> it's normally the lanyard, isn't it? Yeah. The lanyard's a giveaway. I had to take my son for an ultrasound on his hip on World Book Day. Princess Fiona and Gruffalo walking through the hospital raised some eyebrows and got a few giggles. <laughs> um, I was teaching year three, four, and I had a little girl who was relatively new to English. She was dressed as a wolf. I was dressed as a got fairy godmother. She came up to me and said, Miss, I want to eat your fairy. I quickly clarified, you're a wolf, so you eat fairy godmothers. To which she grinned and said, yes, thank goodness. <laughs> I worked in adult education and worked with parents in schools. I went to a particular school and parked my car. I was getting my gear together when I uh, rocked a car. I looked up and saw a lady. She had jet black hair and a bouffant hairstyle with a red bow at the front. She was flawlessly made up with thick black lashes and ruby red lips. I thought, my God, she's made an effort. It was only when she got out of the car and I saw her in all her finery and then the penny dropped. I realised it was World Book Day and she was dressed as Snow White. It was you. I was going to say, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for that. I dressed as Dennis the Menace one year and had to attend my daughter's parents' evening at four o'clock. As I'd previously worked at my daughter's school, I decided to just rock up in full costume and give them a laugh. Also, to fully annoy my ex, who was there with me. It worked. <laughs> That'd have only been better if he was sat there as Nasha. 
<laughs> Someone dressed as Christian Grey, including cable ties. Oh yeah, that's they didn't get there was a story about that, wasn't it, where they got they got sent home like fifty shades. Yeah, yeah. Um I saw one kid because I did a little TikTok about someone coming as Prince Harry yeah, yeah. and then like played the bit where he talks about his frozen Thrown yeah. as beat, frozen beat. Someone went, went as well. Yeah. yeah. And my best one was dressing as Miss Trunchbull and shouting at the annoying parents who stayed socializing on the playground after the bell. I could say, shout rudely all the things I wanted to um, and not get in trouble. Could you? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think Miss Memes that. She's being well personal. What well, kind if she went out on the playground like, hurry up, parents, or you'll be in the choking? <laughs> not if you went out, just like, oi! How about you pick your kid up on time for once? You just be like, <laughs> right? I went as the cat in the hat, had a doctor's appointment after school. I remembered to take off the hat and the bow, forgot to remove the tail and wash off my whiskers. I wonder why I was looking at me so slightly oddly. I think that would be weird, though, because if you went in the hat and the bow, you'd be like, oh, clearly, like, you know, cat in the hat. But if you go just like, he's like, would you like me to be the cat? <laughs> like George Galloway and old Big Brother. Would you like me, <laughs> me to, be, to the cat? be the cat? That was such a weird... Such a weird... Where, 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 like, she's just like, come on, kitty. And he's just like... <laughs> yeah. And he's like an, he was like an MP at the time. <laughs> just, just forever known as, would you like me to be the cat? <laughs> oh, God. Celebrity brother just ruined some people, oh, didn't they? Um, I sent my daughter to preschool dressed up a week early. I was mortified. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember one time in secondary school, I don't know if I mentioned this, where one kid came into a school in his own clothes because it was, world, uh, no, one World Butt Day, it was uh, it was like comic relief, and his mum was convinced it was World Butt Day. It just wasn't, and we just never celebrate, but he was fuming on the bus in his own clothes. <laughs> I always remember there was a, uh, someone brought this up the other day where, uh, Obviously, do you remember Ambrose? So you'd do your GCSEs and you'd have to get a certain amount of grades to get into the sixth form. Yeah, yeah. And there was one lad in our year who who rocked up for the results. He 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 didn't revise, didn't try, was not great in lessons, but he rocked up <laughs> to school, failed all his exams, but wore like an Ambrose rugby shirt, like a house shirt, <laughs> and tried to like sign up. And the teacher was just like, you can't sign up. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you you failed everything. And can we have the shit back? <laughs> During a special whole school assembly, I was asked to demonstrate modelling costumes in a catwalk style, dressed as a pirate in underpants. As I walked down the steps off the stage, I tripped, fell, and slid along the aisle to end up face down in front of year six. The whole school and staff sat there in silence for what seemed like eternity. I could feel every pair of eyes on me. I hurt all over, but managed to get up and act as if I was fine and sort of danced out of the hall. If I'd have fell there, I'd have gone, Afterwards, staff asked me if I'd done it deliberately, as it was just after Madonna had fallen, famously fallen at the Brit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this was about 10 years ago, and staff still mention it to this day. A very embarrassing event I shall never, ever live down. I me peg leg. Another one. I went as a parent when I worked in... Re- uh, sorry, sorry, I went as a parent. I went as a pirate when I worked in reception. After work, I changed and went to do my grocery shopping. When I got home, my children said, Mum, did you go anywhere like that? 
horrified I'd realised I'd left my huge drawn-on moustache and stubble still on my face. I still cringe about it now. <laughs> You'd be well confused as the uh, yeah, serving on the machine on the, the Aldi the Aldi guy would be going quicker than he's ever been. <laughs> the things that disappear. <laughs> um, informing the people's family they're being suspended or the child being suspended dressed as a pig, accompanied by a six foot umpa lumpa. The head teacher. I mean, that, that is... That's the best in it. Umpa, lumpa, umpa dee doo. What do you get when you punch another kid? Two days off. <laughs> um, yeah, it was funny. Like, when I was dressed as Snow White, obviously there was you know, a little bit of silly behaviour on the playground. And then I had to go over to like, these two kids who were stood on the fence having like a bit of a timeout. And just there, just this massive 18 and a half stone Snow White going, well, I cannot quite <laughs> believe it. Pathetic. You should have been dropping in the names of the dwarves. Yeah. You know, you think you're happy, <laughs> but actually you're acting really dopey. <laughs> yeah. Don't be bashful now. Yeah. Hey, duck. <laughs> oh, sorry, that makes no sense. I went dressed up on full Miss Trunchbull rig and got a call last minute inviting me to look around a school for a potential interview. I'd sent the application a while back and told them they only had that one date. It was so mortifying. <laughs> but the kids were like, don't hire her. <laughs> yeah. Um, a few years ago, I dressed up as a sh- scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Typical me. As I was laminating resources, I ended up getting tangled. My hay sleeves got caught and I couldn't move my hands to switch the machine off. And I couldn't press it. <laughs> if I only had a brain. <laughs> I had to shout for help. <laughs> Hey! Hey! <laughs> Tin Man comes in. <laughs> um, also, to top off embarrassing World Book Day events, today being World Book Day, not dressed up, but a job interview and face plant the cement playground when I lost my foot in over thin air. <laughs> oh my gosh. Going in like covered in blood, like good outfit. <laughs> well played. That looks well real. Uh, I once ran out of fuel and had to fill up dressed as the hungry caterpillar. I shimmied across the forecourt in a green sleeping bag with my feet in red trainers sticking out the bottom and a pair of boopers on my head. Full on face paint too when the cashier looked up from the till. I don't know how she, uh, uh, to tell me to pay, she screamed. Full on screamed. (laughs) You wouldn't (laughs) scream at the hungry caterpillar, would you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, right, last one. I went to uh, I went to school dressed as gra- gangster granny. Had to f- had a phone call from the youngest daughter who's in high school, so they don't do World Book Day. She'd forgotten her PE kit. Could I take it at break time? Oh, and she was mortified. She thought I'd go home and change first. She won't forget her kit again, though. <laughs> Will she ever? Um, right, I've got a couple of a uh, couple of tales here. The yeah, so. Um, this one made me laugh. Story. I dropped my two-year-old off at nursery, and as I walked off, I heard her key worker shout, Laura, is this yours? I looked over, and she was holding up a black laced thong. My <laughs> daughter took it off the washing pile at home and put it around her neck like a necklace. <laughs> I hadn't realised and fastened her coat over it. <laughs> well, it was a snood. And then I've got a few here from this uh, 
from and um, some of these are brilliant. So I was in year ten at school in the eighties and was in an RE lesson. A boy in my class was acting a bit strange. The teacher noticed he was drinking from a flask and asked him, What are you drinking? And the boy answered, It's only whiskey, sir. <laughs> Getting smashed at the back of club. <laughs> no, the key word there is only <laughs> you're lucky sir but we got whiskey yeah what's worse than whiskey what is worse than whiskey it's what? the worst one <laughs> whiskey with with uh, whiskey what's worse than why you know absinthe well, <laughs> don't worry sir it's only absinthe it's only petroleum <laughs> um i was a teaching assistant in a middle school and we had a supply teacher one of the boys kept calling out so she added each minute he was disruptive on the board. So he would stay behind a break for that amount of time. Old school. Right? Yeah, tally. Yeah, yeah. The old tally. The teacher asked, what is your name? The boy answered, Jack. The teacher, surname. He went, me off. <laughs> she did not realize that he'd said, Jack me off. <laughs> Oh, it's so immature. So I had to quietly <laughs> explain to her that that was not his real name. What, the person in class? The, the, she is a TA. Oh, she was the a TA, TA, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, this... Fair enough, fair enough as a TA, but if that was another pupil in class, grassing up. And then, so this, so the TA again, same same lad, was in an art lesson and asked the, the, the TA, do you like bare naked ladies, miss? The art teacher was horrified at the question and told him off. But I said, well, I'm not a big fan, but I like one of their songs. The day I left that school, he was in tears and told his classmates, she was the only one who understood me. <laughs> the only one who got his banter. <laughs> Drown your sorrow's son with a <laughs> quick whiskey shot. Oh, I'll tell you what someone had on the tour, by the way. Apple, uh, Jack Daniel's apple. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not a fan of whiskey. No, not a whiskey. I'd, well, there was this and another drink. Not a fan of whiskey at all, but the apple Jack yeah, Daniel's no, really nice. Yeah, the other one, tequila rose. Oh, stop it. That was what I was on in Dan McCutney, John. He's dangerous. It's dangerous because if, because... if you put it in a Mac McDonald's oh, uh, cup yeah. with some ice, yeah. I think it's a milkshake. 100%. Yeah. Um, right, uh, what do you want? Do you want some embarrassing stories or do you want some disgusting? I'll go. How about we go? Oh, how long we got left? What's our time? Got, uh, right, so I'm saying, it. I'm saying half and half. Give me, right. give me like five embarrassing, five disgusting. I don't know if I can. Pick up. Right, we'll just see how it. So, um, if I'm bad, <laughs> uh, I'll give you a quick one here. I moved quickly to write on the whiteboard and farted. <laughs> it's nice and quick there. Uh, another nice and quick one. Um, I said. You need to sort out your spunctuation <laughs> to a year at 11 when I was a TA. Never forgot it. <laughs> Just straight spunctuation. I've never heard that. I know what that is. That's you need to check, sort your spelling and punctuation. Yeah. Spunctuation. Spunctuation. I mean, good word. I like the word. Just not to a year 11. We had offset in school. I was tasked with making their coffee. I asked my colleague, Shall I give the inspectors an Cafe gold or the Aldi stuff that tastes like cat piss? A voice behind me said, um, may we have the Nescafe, please? <laughs> yeah. The inspectors were standing right behind me. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that from the school staff. 
Well, it tastes like cat piss. Like being like, then just give it a taste of their own medicine. They have been so good. <laughs> oh god, a child. With, oh, a child was sent into my class for misbehaving. Told child to sit down while I got on with teaching. Then went to speak to them. Saw they were covered in ink. So asked what they'd been doing, messing around with, and biting a pen. Another child informed me it was a birthmark. Oh, major apologies from me. Oh, no. That is. That's cringe. That is. That's making me cringe. I'm cringe. I'm cringing. Uh, I delivered a parents' evening consultation to the wrong parent. Uh, (laughs) We had that. (laughs) Yeah. Told a child his brother had come to collect him. He said, that's my sister. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay then. Bye bye now. Have a nice evening. Bye bye now. Um, I said to a former six former, uh, I didn't recognise them with clothes on. I froze it. That's Emily, my sister. Yes. I started crying when a kid got upset because his cat died. Still struggled to keep my emotions in check when kids are upset. Okay. I mean... <laughs> it's this one. This, like, this is the two. As in, I, listen, I'm gutted when kids are upset, but I wouldn't get upset on, like, another kid's cat. Yeah, but, well, this teacher didn't. So there's that side. You get teachers who are like that, and then you yeah, get teachers like... Emotion. Comforting a young child who had arrived in school sobbing. Mum was with her. I put my arm around her as child poured out her woes. Seemingly, the pet budgie had been let out of the cage for a fly around the house. Somehow, it had flown directly into a hot chip pan. For some reason at the time, I found this funny. Mum realised I was fighting the urge to laugh and was not impressed. <laughs> so, you're telling me? No, say it, no. So bad. But you got a deep fry budgie. <laughs> Do you want some for tea tonight, budgie and chips? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, as usual, as a teacher, I didn't have time to go to the toilet. By lunchtime, I sneezed, and you can guess the rest. Oh, absolute <laughs> shot attack. <laughs> yeah. A student. I'm Neil Buchanan. Welcome to shot attack. <laughs> uh, a student once very sweetly asked to put a star sticker on my forehead because she said I was a good girl that day. And I forgot it there. Forgot it was there. It was my first weekend at school. And I was still getting to know the staff and meeting parents in the car park as I walked to my car. <laughs> when I got home, husband said, Were you a good girl today? And chuckled. I was mortified. They must have all thought I was a tad eccentric, wearing a star sticker on my forehead all day. None of them even pointed it out to me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I bowed to our former executive principal. <laughs> Your Majesty. Bowed, bowed yeah. <laughs> um, I told the children to be careful getting off the coach. Rainy day, so the steps were wet. Then proceeded to fall down the stairs. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That When that sort of stuff happens to staff, it's well funny, isn't it? Yeah. Just like, right, guys, be careful. It's <laughs> yeah. This was year two class. The moment featured in the year six leavers assembly is one of their funniest moments. And it's this one. A seagull shot on my hair and face on break duty. 
Those damn seagulls. This is a shark attack. <laughs> this is a big shark attack. <laughs> With the, the Roman Edgar. Chris Muller, what was he called? Chris, yeah, Chris Muller. <laughs> um, I was given a speeding, speeding ticket by police who happened to be working alongside my primary school as part of road safety week. <laughs> a pupil in my own class gave me my ticket. Oh, <laughs> that's got to be a kit. The police are in giving giving the a talk about sweetest burn <laughs> as a kid there. It's like you get it with two fingers on your side. What about this one? I'm not a teacher, but I used to work with a Christian charity and I'd go into school to take assemblies. I took an ironing board as part of my talk and threw it down, folded down onto the floor to jump on it like a surfer. Dude. <laughs> Dude. We're right away. All right, yes. But I hadn't accounted for the freshly polished hall floor. Ironing board went flying. And so did I. And almost wiped out half of the reception class. <laughs> totally rocked. Wipe out. Right, Wipe out, dudes. I casually picked up the board and said, when things go wrong, we get back up. Again, like I meant it to happen. Looked up and saw the teachers all giggling. All the reception glass <laughs> ironed out. Yeah. <laughs> um, during activity day, the instructor asked the pupils if they thought the teachers should have a go against each other. Um, the pupils really wanted this. Myself and another teacher set off. Just as I was going down the slide in front of the other teacher, she grabbed my T-shirt. When I got to the bottom, I was first. I jumped up to cheer at which point another teacher quickly ran to me with his jacket and put it over me. I looked down. I was no longer wearing a T-shirt. Nearly died. And the teacher who had ripped the T-shirt off could not apologise enough. As you can imagine, the kids did not forget easily. Like Hulk Hogan coming to finish first. Hulkamania. Yes! Surely you'd know. Surely. It's just booking, in it? Taking your top off to celebrate. Oh, my days. Um, Took a class of year threes to the swimming pool, gave them the talk about walking sensibly around the pool ledge. Then I promptly stepped backwards into the pool, fully clothed. Oh, no. Yeah, security cameras on, so all pool staff were laughing hysterically, gathered to help me out. Parent helpers kindly awarded me a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do certificate on presentation day. Parents giving the certificate. Yeah. I like it. Myself, my LSA, and another teacher in my key stage have somewhat of an over-familiar relationship. One afternoon, I saw him leaning over and signing paperwork for admin staff. I went to him and kicked him in the bum. He turned around at me and I started asking him what lessons he had. It took me three, four seconds into my question to notice it wasn't him. It was a visitor to the school signing the visitor's login book. Well, I literally died on the spot. A member of SLT had to go and formally apologise on him to him on behalf of the school. Just like, way <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, it's funny, right? So I was, I was, um, so this past week I was given a task at school where I was asked to like uh, dress smartly. Yeah. Like, normally for work, I'll wear you know suit pants and like a nice polo, a smart polo, yeah. all my sports gear whenever I've sport. But for this, you know, task, I was wearing shoes, pants, shirt, tie. 
And I came in and the kids, it was like World Book Day. The kids couldn't believe it. And they were going, why are you just so smart? Why why do you look like a businessman? Right. That's what they kept saying in my class. And then this one kid, I could hear him. He turned around to his mate and just went, Mr. P looks like he's going to work. (laughs) And I just turned around and went, what do you think I do every single day? (laughs) Like they just rock up like, God, yeah, don't worry about me. <laughs> right, we'll finish with some disgustings, and I honestly think these are up there with some of the most disgusting. Oh. I think one, like when I read it, a little you'll bit, go like go disgusting. I think it's up there. Is that going to finish? Are you going to end it on that? Yeah, just so for everybody who's, who's listening before a nice meal. Oh yeah, yeah. It comes <laughs> with a warning. This it comes with a warning. All right, go on. I'm ready. Uh, right, we'll start. We'll get you warmed up. Right. We'll get you warmed up. Right. So. uh Year, year 10, sexual health assembly back in 2005. The woman made every kid in the hall spit into a beaker to prove how easily STIs can spread undetected. She then made the fatal mistake of boldly saying, Now I bet there is no one in here willing to drink from this. A year 10 lad stood up, marched to the front, necked the whole beaker of saliva and sat back down. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> I mean... Come on, Johnny boy. Get up there, my lad. I mean, it makes only whiskey. <laughs> Need to take the edge off. Oh, God. What? Oh. I mean, is it a flex? Is it a flex? At year 10, are you like, go on, lad, or are you going... I don't know, I mean, like, the thing is... You know, like, the cheese touch in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. In year 10, you're, 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 you're you know, you're getting interested Spit in shit. relationships and stuff, aren't you? And, I mean, if that, is that an all-boys school, did it not say? Uh, no, I didn't say. Well, the thing is, it's like, we, you know, we were an all-boys school and there was an all-girls school. And it's like, you know, if that got to the girls' school, no one would want to go near you. <laughs> Prom would be lonely. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, that's. I just the reason why I, I think we the thing is we all went to a lab. We all went to school with someone who would have done that. Yeah, like well, as I read that story out, I guarantee a name from school. Yeah, like I straight the one that came to my head was the the only kid in the school who could put his eyelids back on themselves. Oh yeah, Phil, he was called. He was definitely one who'd do that. Yeah, yeah. It was a few. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where he is now. <laughs> Eyelids Phil. Eyelids Phil, should I say. Eyelids. Eyelids Phil, yeah. Oh, God. Right. And that was that was grim. But, I mean, there's just a bit of me that's like, fair play. Like, as in just like, he's yeah. took up the challenge. that You can't word it like, I bet no one. As if the woman or the, the teacher has just left it there. I bet no one. This kid's just marched up. I'm telling you now, that kid plays rugby. Yeah. He's been on some tours. He's done that on a. <laughs> He's been on, on, on some a, on a, tours. when he was twelve at Wayne Wales. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was in my year one classroom when I became aware of a very unpleasant smell. After a bit of detective work, walking around the room, sniffing near each group of my little treasures, <laughs> think what that must look like. The teacher or Gorilla. I always think they look like Jim Carrey, just like. <laughs> yeah, I discovered the source. One of the boys had suffered. <laughs> a great description a gastric incident (laughs) 
<laughs> or as we call it, a short attack. <laughs> this is a short attack. attack. That is a short attack. This is short attack. <laughs> a gastric incident's a great, yeah, really a great good. description. I feel like that's one that you could, you know, go home to your loved ones. <laughs> How was your day? Not so good. I had a gastric incident, and they'd be a bit like, "Oh, what a shame." Yeah, you went home when I was tired. <laughs> yeah. The next time I've got a dicky belly, I'm calling it a gastric incident. <laughs> a dicky belly. <laughs> and was walking around the room literally paddling in diarrhea. Paddling. <laughs> paddling. And muddy puddles, which had run down his legs and filled his shoes. Filled his shoes! <laughs> Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Oh, my poor... Splash, 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 splash. My poor TA had to hose the unfortunate child down in the toilets where we had a shower whilst I evacuated the children to the field for an impromptu lesson al fresco. The room had to be deep cleaned and was out of action for two days. That's a tough, tough, tough break. Right, are we going for it? The thing is, what shoes? Did he have the ones that lit up? Because the lights wouldn't be working anymore, would they? <laughs> Right, we go for it. This is uh, the most disgusting story I've I, we've been oh, sent. Really? I, I'm telling you now, this is gonna because there's a few that I, that stick in my mind. Blow your mind. What one sticking? One mind? that sticks in my mind is where that girl sneezed, and it went all the snot came out of her nose. It went on her arm, and then the teacher went to get a tissue, but before she could get the tissue to her, she slurped it back up. Right. I, that just listen, that turned my stomach listen, listen, a bit. This is worse. <laughs> this is so worse. Right. It's on the same line, but it's worse. Right. Right. Getting the children at the door in the morning. A child arrives and has a snotty slash blocked nose. The mother cuddled her child, then proceeded to place her mouth over the child's nose and suck. It, it's indescribable. Oh, the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I was, and I still am shocked. So let me just repeat that for those who might have missed it. The mother cuddled her... Ch- have a good day in school. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Slurped it. Oh. <laughs> it's just... The now, thing is, the thing is, right? There is, there is obviously, with babies... You're supposed to do that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, babies can't blow the nose. The, what do you mean you're supposed to do that? Like, as in, like, if there's no way, if your child's really blocked up, the, that is recommended, I think, with babies. Is it? Yeah, that where you, like, put your mouth over the nose and you... And you I can't remember where. I've, and then, Surely in 2023, there's got to be some sort of device. Yeah. That can do that, not your... But it's yeah. more calling the child over. The child must be. But to... To suck it. Oh, no. I mean, there's no mention of them spitting it out. I was going to say, that's my, that's where my mind went straight away. Like, is the parent embarrassed, finally, <laughs> <laughs> to spit it out on the playground? Is she having to hold? I mean, get a, get, get a tissue. Like, even that sometimes turns my stomach. Just seeing kids with snot everywhere and parents, what, oh. And you know when they wipe it up and there's like a trail across the yeah. thing? And then they just kind of go, oh, that'll do. Yeah. Because yeah. some parents just leave their kids snotty. You can't. 
No, some parents do. I know, but you can't. There's always that one child who's just got snot everywhere. And it's like, get a tissue. I love the one where they come up to you like that. Kids come up to you in class. You just know straight away, get a tissue. Yeah, yeah. Just hand over the Kleenex. But to suck it. Oh, God. I don't think I'm going to be able to eat tea after this. No, that's tough. That is shocking. Are you having spaghetti? (laughs) No. No. We want to take this opportunity to apologise for all this. I'm having a snot stew with a spit shake on the side. (laughs) Oh, God. Right. um, I actually feel really sick now. Uh, thanks for, for listening guys I was going to enjoy the end of that air, but I'm so sorry um, listen if you think you can do better than that if, you th- if you've if witnessed something more disgusting than a parent yeah if your child comes to bed and you've gone down there, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, do let us know and we'll share it on the next episode um, so as always please do share all your stories with us on the website where you can also get your Tickets for our upcoming tour. We have just added a date in Scotland. We are going to be coming to Glasgow on the 15th of October, which is the start of the half-term break there. So we're doing the uh, the Glee Club. So please do come along, get your tickets for that, alongside all our other shows that we're doing in October and November. Um, and as always, follow us on the socials, get involved in the group chat. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you.